0: How you get started in music? Start there.
1: My is like, oof. <laughs> I know, right?
0: we're gonna get shadow banned. Really? <laughs> oh, no, nah,
1: okay.
0: Um, okay. You can cuss if you want. I mean, you can be explicit. Um, it's real chillax, like, we ain't worried about you know, no politics. We just want you to be freely yourself, the creative that you are. So, you know. Okay.
1: Okay. So currently I make metal rock music. I have a rock band called cinnamon babe, specifically metal. And I'm so happy that we finished our first album, like a couple months ago. And right now I'm actually going through label negotiations. Like, um, I have like two different labels right now that have the offers on the table. And then I've had like, three different meetings in the past couple weeks with labels and stuff like that so i have not able to release anything yet because everyone's kind of like you know i'm not really sure which direction i'm going but uh yeah
0: uh, i'm sure you got the labels knocking on the door because you already built up a buzz so you know like it's crazy oh God. It's like a bidding war right now huh
1: so basically what happened was I started posting like previews of the music, and I have an Instagram page for Cinnamon Babe. And after like two months, I got like ten thousand followers on it, and started building like a fan base on it. And I was posting like previews of the album, music videos, stuff like that. But I didn't officially release anything. And after doing that, I got two different labels to inbox me, and I had meetings with them. And then I decided to oh my life just like, and so then. I had this one guy that I found his contact because I'm a stalker sure. and he's like, <laughs> and he, um, he's literally like an a r at like Sony Music. And he also owns a metal specific like label. So I, I, you know, I, I messaged him, whatever. And so when I messaged him, he listened to, me, he's like, yo, I love this shit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh damn, really? So we are like three meetings in and he's like basically trying to be like management for me in the band and so when I handed over the shit to them, they started like sending it off to all these major labels. They send it to uh, Sony over to the Orchard. They send it over to Columbia. They send it over to a couple of distributors. And I've had conversations with Empire, everything. And so now I got two other labels who have been making offers and I'm like kind of just sitting back and letting the management people kind of figure it out. So I don't know what's going to happen yet. I don't know.
0: Right. what's like yeah. your perfect deal if you can structure your own deal what would it be like you know in your contract something you assign for
1: okay so what's funny is at first I was going to be independent at first because I was like um you know I'll just do it myself ignore the cat but sure. then I started realizing that yeah I'm good at making my shit but I'm not going to lie, this whole music marketing is hard as fuck, like, because I want to make sure I get crazy um, spins, I want to make sure that I get like a lot of attention and traction outside of social media. Yeah. And so I was like, I need help with this shit, because people try to pretend like it's so easy to get like the Spotify um, numbers or to get radio plays or stuff like that, and it's really hard. It's like a whole separate skill set. So I was like fuck I got to figure this out so um for me the perfect deal number one is obviously somebody who knows how to do all that stuff to the t like I want to make sure I just make some fire and then it can just get the sales and the spins and everything like I want to have proper marketing and make sure that they know how to push me properly but obviously I want to own my shit like obviously Um, I'm not trying to get no 360 or whatever I'm not trying to get like Bitch, you did a movie, you did this, we're going to take money out of that. Because as artists, we make most of our money from live shows. So I know that in a world like today, it might be impossible to find a label that doesn't want to take some show money. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously if I had the choice I'd want to keep that because <laughs> we we have like a band so we're going to get a lot more money than like an individual artist is going to get I would love to keep that yeah. but
0: bands be like bands tour like crazy so that's the thing like
1: yeah thing,
0: like you're on the road and you can literally get booked at any bar at any like theater because I mean there's a demand for it you know especially right now so you exactly. Know, that's like, you know, you hit the lottery with that. What made you like even decide you wanted to be in a band? Like, I mean, I know at first you were a solo artist, right?
1: So I've just been experimenting for years. It took me a while to really find my sound and find what I really like. So I started off like hip hop and rap, and I wasn't really being myself in it, to be honest. I was kind of following trends. So at the time I was approached by a lot of people to do music and I didn't really know where to go or how to do it properly. And at the time I had like a manager producer who was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to kind of take you through the ropes. I was like, all right, cool. But I ended up kind of making more his style of music because, you know, he was the one teaching me kind of how to do shit. So I wasn't really like really being myself, myself like that. And also just like, I was trying to follow trends. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't like my initial music at all. Like I hate that shit. Because it was just, it was just bullshit. It was just me trying to make what was gonna be popular on TikTok, what was gonna be trendy on Instagram, what was going to what the other girls were doing. I was like, all right, I'm an Instagram hoe. So I have to make music that fits within that persona. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm half naked on the gram, blah, 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 blah you know, let me go and kind of make stuff like the other girls do. Let me some city girls, some sweetie shit, blah, 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 blah. But it's not... But the fucked up shit is, like, I was technically being kind of like a poser, because I don't listen to it, and I, you can't really make something good that you don't listen to. On top of it, it wasn't really me, because even when I was in it, I didn't really fit in, because I've always been, like, alternative and different in that sense, and so I didn't even really fit in with that lifestyle. Yeah. So... And what I listened to since, since I was in middle school, I've been a metalhead. I've been really into rock and like punk music. I was a my chemical romance kid back in middle school and shit. And so I was like, bitch, be true to your fucking self and make sure you actually love and listen to. And like I said, as a metalhead and shit, I was really intimidated because I was like, yo, can I, can I make this shit? Like, can I make this shit good? Because there's so many elements. And I just one day said, fuck it. And I decided to just do it. And I learned the ropes of it. I'm a bassist. So I play bass guitar. I produce everything. I make beats. And then I do the vocals. So I had to sit back and like really perfect everything. And then I started taking classes on screaming because I found out there's like a proper way to like do vocal screams and like metal and shit. And I didn't want to fuck my voice up. So I literally found like the industry like top person for like metal screaming and vocals. So I trained with her. I went to like three different vocal coaches and learned how to like do singing and vocals for metal. So I took my time with it. And then in the end, it made shit that I'm proud
0: of. So yeah. That's lit. Yeah. I mean, and even doing hip hop, like you've been around like some hip hop power players. Um, yeah. I first heard of you through Dame Dash. You know, I was working at Dame Dash Studios and I seen you, you know, in the studio one day. So that's my I'm buddy. So, huh?
1: I said, that's my buddy.
0: Facts, facts. Let's talk about, you know, your relationship with Dame Dash. How did you meet him?
1: I've known Dame Dash since 2018 through filmmaking. So as you know, Dame also is like a big hitter in the film industry. And I'm an actress. Like that's that's my first career before even music, because I've been an actor first. And I'm also a filmmaker. So 2018, I was making my first feature film, Shark, as a director and as a producer. And I actually contacted him because somebody was like, yo, you know, Dave really likes to help out, you know, Black artists who are like trying to make films stuff like that. So you should contact him. And I was like, Dane ain't gonna answer me, whatever. And he did. So I remember I inboxed him and I was like, yo, Dave, I'm a new Black filmmaker. I really need help. And um, I said, I know you like to help, you know, people who are new and da, da, da. So I was living in New York at the time. I'm from the Bronx. So he was like, "Yo, if you come out to LA, we can work." And so I was like, "All right, cool." So I went out to LA, and literally, I showed him my script and everything, and he had offered to produce and directed it. But at the time, I was like, "You know what? I need to do this for myself because I felt like then I wasn't gonna." have power over my own thing because I was like I want to make a debut as a director and I'm trying to get myself into it I was like if I just hand it over then it's kind of like I'm not really doing anything so I decided to do that project on my own and the film is out it's on Amazon so in Barnes and Noble on DVD it's Walmart on DVD it's on all the streaming platforms so I did that shit on my own.
0: Congratulations let's shout out the film right now for uh
1: Shark so it's Shark um it's on Amazon Prime and what's the other one youtube movies whatever you, you stream it and you can buy it on dvd and um but anyway we stayed friends and his girl's a photographer and so while i was there he has this um he had you know like the Dame Dash studios he's like his own website and he has a section of like girls being sexy and shit so with his really? girl i shot like some sexy pics and some videos and stuff like that for his um platform so we stayed in touch over the years and then he we would talk about films, stuff like that. And then I just hung out with Dame a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was showing him some of my projects and I showed him the metal album. Actually, I played the whole thing for him and he was in love with it. He actually offered to distribute it. And he like was like, yo, I'm I never expected this from you, because when I was making hip hop and rap, Dame was like, don't make this shit
0: <laughs>
1: like not, he was like the first one that told me, he's like, Yo, you don't belong here. Like, you belong in like alternative music. Like, he's like, This is not true. And that was years ago before I even got into the metal rock scene. He All was right. like, Bro, this is not true. Like, this is just, what is this? Like, you know, he was definitely not feeling it. And so when he heard the new shit, he was like, Deuce, what the fuck I was telling you for years to make. And right. then. You know, he made a rock album, so he was, like, playing his shit, whatever, and he was just like, yo, I've been telling you this is where you belong, I said, I know, I know, And he loved it, he was like, yo, this is amazing, like, I'm really proud of you, and I was like, thank you, um, and then I found out, before I saw it in the media, I already knew he was doing paid in, uh *painful* full too. Ooh, yeah. So we were talking about that and a lot of other projects, doing a lot of other movies right now. And He was like sharing some stuff with me and I was talking about my projects and stuff. So we're definitely going to work on some shit this year together. Um, not really sure exactly what yet, but because I'm so booked right now. I'm booked until April. I actually just booked a TV show out in New York. So I have to go to New York next week for a week to film for a TV show. I don't think I'm allowed to say it yet. and then I just got booked for, I got a lead role on a new TV show out in Atlanta. So I auditioned like last month and they offered me like the third, like third in place lead. Mm -hmm. And we're going to film the whole fucking season. So I got to go to Atlanta for two months to film the whole first season. And then I have a movie that I got a lead in that starts April 2nd. And that's going to film for the whole month of April. And it's for like a manga adaption slash hard film. And so I'm literally booked until like literally the end of April right now. And all his stuff is in production right now. So right now scheduling is not working out, but yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You've been in some really big films. You've been in Hustler. Um, yeah. As Cardi B, Lizzo g Jennifer Lopez let's talk about what it was like being on set you know with other superstars like yourself
1: ah people that I want to be like more like uh, Kiki Palmer <laughs> and all that um so Hustlers for me was right after I did She's Gotta Have It um with Spike Lee so that was like my first time like when I did She's Gotta Have It with like Spike Lee that's when I first got like starstruck because Spike Lee's like, a huge inspiration to me especially as like a director and his style, like I was when I worked with him, I literally was just like so nervous. I was like, I do not want to fuck up in front of him because I was like, it's one thing if you disappoint other directors, but I was like, I do not want to disappoint Spike Lee. Like this is major, right. like, you know what I'm saying? I was doing like a big role on the thing, so I was like, yo, I cannot fuck up my lives. Like, I was so paranoid, but it was good preparation for when I did Hustlers because when I did Hustlers. I'm doing scenes, I'm talking to J-Lo, Kiki Palmer, Lily Reinhardt, and I'm just like, you know, I'm sitting there so nervous, so I'm like, I don't want these people to think I suck, because their opinions mean so much more than, like, the average person. You know, We met. I met Will Farrell because he was a producer for the movie, actually, so I got to take hands with him and meet him, and I was sitting there like, oh my God, I mean, these people, and it was like nerve wracking only because like when you're around those types of people like you just like I said you don't want them to be like oh this person's untalented this person's unprofessional because they have a lot of power and you know you don't want them being like don't hire this bitch again." <laughs> <laughs> so I was definitely like nervous um and but you know I came through with a champ and then I got to go to the Toronto Film uh, International Film Festival and there you had all the celebrities at you know and I'm sitting there on the carpet with them just like oh my god i'm here so yeah <laughs> i'm yeah, so party. That. no
0: nah, that's lit for sure um you're killing it right now and you're also you're directing so you just uh directed a new film after shark is this your sequel it's like javel and also oh,
1: javel's a separate film um i basically i'm new i've only i'm only a couple years in but I'm trying to bring back like those nostalgia black films I grew up with, like that whole vibe, that whole like um, Friday and The Wood and Brown Sugar and Fat Beach and the Moesha Parker's vibe. Like I grew up on those type of shows and movies, and it feels like nowadays everything within black cinema is very like dark and political, right? Which is fine. I mean, but do you I like miss- the creators
0: nowadays? Do you like the the Tyler Perrys, the Marlon Waynes, you know, the... Uh,
1: Marlon uh, Wayne's is a huge inspiration for me. I don't consider him a new person because he's an OG.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: He's an OG. So he's like the era of films that I miss. He's the era of stuff that I miss. Right. Um, I don't have a problem with Tyler Perry and all that type of stuff. It's just the fact that there's not a lot of just lighthearted Black stuff anymore. Um like a lot of his stuff still is very dark because it still deals with a lot of abuse and drugs and um yeah. stuff like that.
0: And the, the most of stuff- uh, the in uh, the the Kevin Hart's. You know, Kevin Hart just directs a new film. Issa Rae, she's still doing her thing. So oh
1: yeah, Issa Rae's amazing. She's she's yeah, she's amazing. She's one of the people doing
0: Bobby it. Dino, you know, with Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's only, like dope black directors out right now. Who do you feel like you know fits your vibe?
1: I don't think anyone fits my vibe per se. That's why I, I feel like I'm, wanna go, I'm going into a void. Like I wouldn't really go into something that I feel like someone's already doing. I'm kind of trying to bring back a lot of that old school, kind of just lighthearted black comedy type shit that didn't really have a lot of hardness to it or political statements within it as much. Um, I think it's great that there is a lot of black cinema that talks about black issues, but I do miss just kind of, Black people just being in funny, lighthearted stuff that didn't really have such a hard message or that it doesn't have so much trauma attached to it. Now, there is some people doing it, yes, but the majority of stuff that they're pushing right now is like traumatic and it's based on Black traumas and, and Black fears. And everyone's kind of doing the whole like making Black experience like horror type thing right now. And that's cool and everything, but I kind of miss just watching Black people just be blissfully themselves and Mm -hmm. just kind of this fun and goofy without it really having anything traumatic attached to it with racism or microaggressions so I like to bring back kind of like that corny goofy just black folks being black folks type of vibe and that's what I put in my cinema so even if there's like the hood in it or gangster shit in it it's not like it's oops I don't know what happened um (laughs) it's not like sorry about that it's not like heads being blown off it's not like rape scenes it's not like um you know power type vibe which it's more blissfully like "Ah, aha like it's like pootie tang you know like (laughs) that's my that's my vibe it's like pootie tang imagine pootie tang that's my vibe as a director like just black folks is being goofy and like you know it's really not much else to it yeah. so the mo and wayne's era that whole thing is like that's where i like to go as a director like oh we just just funny black shit baby boy you know like it's nothing really too too serious What's happening taraji, in it like there's not uh, like
0: what'd you say i said taraji p henson
1: what Yep, taraji p i love taraji like or like um exactly like you know it's hard out here for a pimp like that type of vibe you know just kind of like goofy fun black shit like that's what i miss a lot of and um that's so what, what i make sure
0: what genre would you consider it would you consider it like a comedy or a drama
1: i call it typically they put it as comedy comedy drama mm-hmm. um cuz it is both cuz there are elements of drama within it it's not just like full blown ha 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 comedy and yeah. The comedy that I use is still like kind of real life shit. It ain't like slapstick. People ain't falling down the fucking stairs and shit. It's just more like people just being kind of naturally funny in conversation type vibe. Um, but it's still like some, you know, some real life shit still happening. But it's not brutal. It's not crazy. Like I said, people aren't getting shot in the face.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, so whatever you call that.
0: In fact, facts.
1: Black shit. That's what I call it. Black shit.
0: Black shit. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> people call it some
1: people call it hood films, um, hood comedy. Some people call it. I'm just kind of going off what people might say. Uh, some people call it urban comedies or what I'm not really a fan of the word urban, but like some people say urban comedies or something like so yeah.
0: Fact, fact. who could you see yourself like collaborating with um in that scene, like you know, the film
1: um hmm, you mean like me as an actor or as a director
0: the director you Is know a, like as
1: ahead. a as a director i really want to put on people who i feel like don't have like the voice that they should have like there's a lot of black people that i follow on instagram
0: that let's are really funny names. let's drop on a leo black show let's drop some names let's pop in
1: oh my god
0: so, shout out the plug pass the plug yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. Can I drop names? Like, huh? Can I drop names?
0: Yeah. Who you inspired by on the ground? Let's hear it. Let's drop some handles. (laughs) We tapped in.
1: Well, I got my people. Like I have my friends. I'm gonna put on first, first and foremost.
0: Right. Let's get it. Talk about it.
1: (laughs) Um damn i was trying to think of like handles because i get their handles right not their actual name what the fuck are their handles
0: um Your names too that's cool
1: i know i'm trying to yeah, I'm never gonna find them so number one i got my friend manifesting underscore mary was chopping put her on because she's a bad bitch and i definitely put her to fuck on if i you know well not if i i do i am gonna make more fun, so.
0: yeah
1: um let's see i got Hold on, trying to think of handles. Give me a second. I'm kind of slow. Um, I don't have my phone for reference. Fuck. can't even. Holy shit! What's fucking their handles? Hold on, you got me on the spot right now. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, trying to think of their handles. Like, me dude, like? Why you do this to me? They're gonna be like, "This bitch is stupid." Um, I don't know. I don't remember their handles. I can't remember them. Don't be. Don't put me on the spot.
0: So good, Stormy. The if you follow my and you're black,
1: you're going to be in my films. How about that? There you go. Everybody.
0: Exactly. exactly. So
1: what I've done in the past is like when I've had films, like I, I open it up to my followers and I tell them if you're an independent artist, like send me your shit and I'll put, I'll give you a placement. So for both my films, um, it, the, the soundtrack is nothing but like people who follow me and their music as independent artists yeah. and like for them it's like their first time they've ever had like their music featured in a film or whatever and like I said my films are featured on DVDs and streaming sites with cable television everywhere so I'm like yo send me your fucking music and like literally now they have their music like on major platforms and like I said they're all my followers they're all people I was like yo inbox I'm not inboxing email me you know your track and this and this and that and literally every time I get hundreds of submissions and I think the first movie since it was like a a hour and a half it was like we probably filled it up with about like 80 songs and literally like like I said every single one of them was like followers of mine and stuff so I do that every time I do a project so I put on a lot of independent
0: artists yeah now let's talk about the social media now we're talking about followers let's get it because you fire You hella viral. You got the Instagram, hundreds of thousands of followers. You got the TikTok, the OnlyFans. What's your your favorite social media right now? And
1: Twitter. Don't forget Twitter. Twitter.
0: Twitter's going up. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm on Twitter. I was on Twitter right before here.
0: So how did you like, you know, for inspiring like influencers, you know, want to build up their Instagram? Like talk about like some dreams you can drop, you know, for people to build like their presence on social media.
1: I think the most important thing, I mean, it sounds cliche as fuck, but, like, people don't really get it. But the most important thing is literally consistency. Like, there's a lot of days I I wake the fuck up, and I don't feel like making content. but Like, literally, you have to make content, like, every single day. And I have to make content for every platform. So you got to make content for the TikTok, for the Instagram, for OnlyFans, for Twitter, whatever. And that can get exhausting. But the thing is, if you do social media right, you will be making money. So therefore, it will be worth your time. Because... What the fuck was that? It's my cat. Because like with um, OnlyFans, for example, I do content for that every single day. I do videos and I do pictures and I got to edit. And then for TikTok, same thing. I do videos almost every day. Do like three, four videos, at least film them and then post every day. And then on Twitter and on Instagram, I got to do lives. So on Twitter, they have, I don't know if people know about it, they have Twitter chat.
0: Yeah. It's kind
1: of like Clubhouse. And I'd be on there like hours, Hours, a couple times a week, and we'll sometimes I have spaces on there for about five to twelve hours, and we'll be having full blown long conversations on Twitter chat. And there, I've built a lot of loyalty and stuff because people get to talk to me individually, and that can be emotionally exhausting. But it's something important that I like to do is interact with people directly. And same with Instagram Live, I'll be on Instagram Live for hours. Oh, had a burp. And some people, when they have platforms, they only allow people who are up here to talk on their like Instagram lives, or whatever. That's not how I do my shit. I let everybody talk. So you could be a guy with four followers. If you want to come on my Instagram live and talk to me, I don't care. Like I talk to everyone. And because of that, I've built not only like, yeah, I got the follower numbers, but I do have a tribe of really, really close people because they're like, oh, I got to actually talk to her. We have real conversations, real arguments, whatever it is. So I think that that's important as well. It's like actually interacting with people and I comment back to people when they compliment me, I try to answer them I try to answer my DMs as much as I can. So my main advice is like, don't be stuck up. Like try to answer your followers and supporters because literally you wouldn't be shit without them. So, yeah. Yo, like let's,
0: I, let's you know, some up girls
1: get like 10,000 followers and they be mad stuck up. Some bitches get like 10,000 followers and they be like, bitch, why the fuck is you looking at me? Like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I don't do that.
0: Stormy, Stormy. Let's talk about what social media you're getting the biggest bag off of. I mean, because you mentioned like Instagram going up, OnlyFans going up. What social media got like the biggest bag right now?
1: OnlyFans counts as social media?
0: I, I wouldn't say like, you know, it's it's up there with social media for sure, but it's more of a subscription service. But you make. I mean, if you count
1: OnlyFans, obviously that makes. The most money, obviously, if you going to count that.
0: OnlyFans got okay. the bag, the biggest bag.
1: OnlyFans will be the biggest without, if you count that. If you don't count OnlyFans, then Instagram.
0: Okay. So let's talk about, like, you know, how you worked your way up on OnlyFans. Because if your biggest bag on OnlyFans, you must be, like, in the top, what, 2%, 1%? 1. No, point point
1: two percent
0: you're point 0.2, so not even one, it's a zero point 0.2 or point zero
1: 0.02. No, point 0.2.
0: 0.2? Point two. Sheesh. Yeah, you're getting the bag. I've so. been
1: on there since 2017. I was there when it first started. I've been on there before it was trendy, before everybody was on it before celebrities got on it. I was one of the first people on there when they were still promoting us on Instagram and shit because I joined it. I was a dancer in the club and my homegirl was like, yo, instead of working in the fucking club, you should be doing your content here. And I was like, nobody was on this shit, nobody. So I was just kind of like, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, fuck it. I gave it a chance. And I started making more money than the club. So Mm. I started just putting all my energy to it yeah so right. i've been on there consistently for years i actually have two i have my subscription one and a free one and yeah you total got I got, like,
0: content let's talk about you know like because you said previously like you're consistent with your content that's the biggest yeah. key so let's talk about how do you come up with like all these concepts even your wardrobe location all this to you know really make your OnlyFans pop
1: I try to have fun with it. The main thing I've been doing lately is like food shit. Like last week I covered my naked body with a pot of spaghetti. So I like to just like stay. (laughs) Last night I had, I was fingering some pie and then like I'd be sitting on pie and shit. So I like to just kind of keep it fun and fresh and I do collabs with other girls. I don't do them as much anymore with COVID and shit, but um, when I first started.
0: in the universe right now. Who would you want to collab with that you haven't yet you know OnlyFans like let's put up mm. some collabs
1: he put me on the spot what the fuck like uh, uh my friend Danny Banks
0: Danny Banks for sure yeah
1: yeah so definitely that's how I started off building from the beginning when I first started OnlyFans before like I said it was the way it is now I was a girl that like all these girls who have smaller accounts, I kind of would take them in. So I managed like 17 girls only fans when I first started.
0: Oh, so you build like an and, agency.
1: I mean, not pimp, but no, I'm yeah,
0: no <laughs> that's a street word for it for sure. You joking, know, I'm joking, I'm joking. you like taking a you taking a portion of what you making off their OnlyFans.
1: I mean, I was in the beginning because I was providing them with content and then promotion and they didn't have any type of platform but i never like charged them or nothing for the shoots and stuff so basically i would have shoots and when i first started i do collabs with girls who have smaller accounts and they would get to shoot with me and then i'd promote them blah 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 blah. and that's how i was building in the beginning because i was having these really big shoots and stuff and ideas so i did a class- you know,
0: were you also sorry to cut you off but okay. were these uh some of the girls that you also had in your music videos Cause your music videos is going off. Like y'all, y'all getting lit in the music videos. And I'm like, damn, these girls is hella like, you know, chill. I I think some of them, I mean, that wasn't a requirement,
1: a couple of them, because I usually, if I have girls that I just fuck with, then I'll just continuously fuck, fuck with them. So whether I put them in a film of mine, like if I you're a girl and I
0: like you, I'm like, hmm. You're having some bad bitches in your videos like how do you find the girls you work with because you'd be having instagram societies. really instagram so these a are a lot of girls seek
1: me out a lot of girls because a lot of girls come to me like i don't go and find people people find me like i have a lot of girls who look up to me and like me and they want to be like me or they maybe just like respect me and they'll contact me and they'll say hey girl i want to work with you i want to be like you or i want advice on how to make money and like I didn't even understand how girls were finding me, but with OnlyFans, I had like so many girls who would inbox me and be like, Can you promote me? Can you push me? Blah, 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 blah. And a lot of those girls, I would just be like, okay, you know what? Let's do a collab together. Let's do a like then I'll shoot with you, blah, 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 blah. And like I'll help you out. And like before I knew it, I had so many girls calling me every day. Like, I want advice on how to make money. I want advice on how to do this and that. And if I fuck with someone, like if we're cool, I'll put you in a music video. I'll put you in a movie. I'll put you in this. I just like to share the bag. So, you know, before I go and hire some new people, I'll be like, yeah, I'll give money to the people who've been loyal to me and I'll just continue a relationship. So a lot of girls I've worked with for the years, if if they do a good job working with me on a set, then I'll get them other gigs. And then sometimes people will ask me like, hey, we need some girls for this video and that video. And I'll suggest people who've worked with me who've done a good job. So that's how the industry usually runs, you know, is connections, right? So-
0: you definitely have an eye for talent i mean if you don't already have like an agency that's like definitely you know a good hustle
1: we'll see what happens you're
0: already hella busy and booked up right now which is crazy in the
1: future with the metal and the rock scene i'll probably in the future do something more for that like i'll probably want to put on other alternative metal artists if anything probably more in the music realm
0: facts facts that's Mm -hmm. what's your favorite band
1: raging against
0: the machine oh raging against the machine they uh headline coachella right or were they posted this last year
1: I don't even know I don't know nothing about uh, coachella
0: right before the pandemic they were posted like headline coachella
1: oh, okay I didn't know that I don't I just I've never been to coachella um <laughs> so
0: Kanye was headlining this year though
1: I didn't know they were gonna have coachella because of covid
0: so they're having that shit it's up in april
1: we'll see. Yeah. They keep shutting things down with COVID. People get their hopes up and then they be like, there's COVID. So I don't know. That's why I don't get my hopes up no more. I just forgot because every time there was a show they'd cancel for COVID or postpone because of COVID. So I just gave the fuck up.
0: Yeah. So. Man, ye well. But
1: I we're going to be touring way. and doing some shows this year, me and my band. So let's go.
0: That's right. Hell yeah. I'm going crazy. Um, Start me, my. I got a series of questions for you. All right, I'm gonna ask you, and you just answer them to the best of your ability. It's just like a little game. You ready?
1: One second is a fire alarm. Waiting for this ghetto ass LA noise to go away.
0: Yeah. You still got your cat next to you?
1: Yeah, you don't like it?
0: I was gonna tell me tell you me about your cat, like what breed it is, and I heard a dog bark too. So let's talk about. Yeah, I got uh,
1: three chihuahua. No, I got two chihuahuas and a cat.
0: Okay, have you always been an animal lover?
1: Hell yeah, I'm a vegan.
0: <laughs> so those two go together. It's like hand. No, hand. that's
1: not. Yeah, you know they don't go together. I just thought that was funny to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like animals, but like I like animals that are smaller than me. Don't bring no big ass buffalo around me or nothing.
0: Yeah, what kind of cat you got?
1: A regular ass street nigga.
0: <laughs> Lit. I, got I don't British, know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a real street nigga as a cat. I got a British Bombay. You know what breed that is?
1: Mm-mm. That's
0: the realest cat ever. That's the real. That's the all
1: a ghetto ass cat that I found in the Bronx by trash can.
0: That cat is nice though. That's a white and like brown cat with stripes it's like a brindle and white yeah, yeah that's a pretty cat i got an all black cat that's my
1: baby panda
0: panda bear but <laughs> yeah that's a cute cat. he's so chill
1: oh yeah my babies are all pretty they're all rescues they're all pretty attached to me so but, oh my god that looked crazy today
0: so you ready for the series of questions maya
1: I'm really not, but I'm going to do them anyway. All right.
0: Because
1: my hair is looking crazy today. I'm having a crazy hair day.
0: All right. So the first question is smash, Mary, kill. And you got to smash one, marry one, and kill one, hypothetically. And your nominees are Travis Scott, Pete Davidson, and Childish Gambino. So
1: random. I was gonna uh, say
0: H Rocky, but I'm like, you know, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him breathe right now because he just. Had, so what is
1: it? Smash pass or kill?
0: Uh, smash marry or kill?
1: Okay, I guess I'll marry Travis Scott. Um, I'll kill Pete, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'll smash childish Camino.
0: Facts. Yes, yeah, lit. <laughs> I had to let um, what's his name, A$AP Rocky. I had to let him live. How do you feel about you know him having a baby with Rihanna? That's like the biggest headline ever right now. Did you expect that when they first got together?
1: I mean, people fuck, right?
0: <laughs> but I mean, they they both like had their way. You know, they've been with like multiple people in the industry. Like, you don't know like mm. who they are really gonna settle down with when you celebrities get together.
1: I mean, uh, nothing shocks me, to be honest, especially with celebrities, so it's not that weird to me. Yeah.
0: It's
1: time, you know, they're both in their 30s, so it's time to have a baby. Let's go.
0: Yeah. What's the perfect age for you to, like, have a kid?
1: I'm 26 right now. I want to have a baby before I'm 30.
0: Okay. You want to be a young mom, for sure.
1: I mean, if I was going to be a young mom, that'd be, like, 18, 19. Yeah. I mean, I feel like being doing it before thirty is perfect because I'm still young, but I have a lot more stability, money, and like direction than I had prior instability and stuff like that. But I'm still not rushing into it right now, obviously. But I would like to have them before thirty.
0: Yeah, Instagram, OnlyFans, or TikTok. What's your favorite social media? Instagram. Mainstream or underground music? What do you prefer?
1: I mean I, I mean I think all my favorite bands are mainstream, so I'm going mainstream, I guess.
0: Okay. Mix tapes or albums. Album. Majors or independent. Major. Podcast or radio. Radio. Rider Freestyle. Right. Festivals or race. Festival. Your favorite sport.
1: I hate sports.
0: <laughs> Favorite animal? Cow. Weed or hookah?
1: I don't smoke nothing. I don't like either. Uh, tequila. But
0: tequila or Hennessy? I don't drink. Wait. <laughs> you don't smoke or drink? You're straight edge?
1: Mm-hmm. Since when? Since my whole life.
0: Really? What made you make that decision? Was it like, you know, a direct impact? Yeah, There's no decision. The or something like that? Did you see someone go through something? No. It was like, I like nope. never. It
1: doesn't interest me. i tried to weed like three or four times in my life. But that's it. Mm. I tried yeah. a cigarette like once in high school. I was like, mm. so
0: What's your advice? Only fans. <laughs> and the internet, you think?
1: I mean, I make money from it. It's a business, so it's not really like it's an addiction. It's, I do it for business, for money, for livelihoods. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you spend too much time, like online though.
1: I mean, of course, but like I said, I have to, because it's work related. So it's not like it's for leisure. I do it literally for like work and for building and so
0: yeah soda or juice you said what soda or juice soda take out or dine in
1: like to dine in like the experience
0: or piercings or tattoos piercings i don't
1: have any tattoos just piercings so yeah
0: how many piercings do you have
1: um, I used to have my belly pierced. I mean, the hole's there, but there's no ring. So I have my belly. I have my back dermals. And then I have, like, the inside of my ear right here pierced. And then I have my whole thing on both sides. Um, and then I have, like, obviously this and my septum. And then I'm going to get the other side probably, like, next month. So See? more of pure, I'm a, I'm a piercing person. Mode. Back dermals.
0: Back dermals for sure. Yeah, they,
1: like, ripped out of my back, and, like, <laughs> they got, like, infected.
0: What? I'm gotta, like, there. take off your shirt or put on your shirt or put on some jeans or whatever, leggings, like, it can get caught in there, right?
1: Yes. When I used to put my jeans on, like, I'd be like, ah, it would, like, I would forget, and then I would snag my fucking back piercing, and then I'd be like, ah, and then, like, the skin, like, grew over one of them. It was fucking nasty. I had to get, like, I had to go to the doctor and get it cut out.
0: That's I don't it. recommend
1: dermals. I don't recommend them. So
0: yeah. I mean, that's about different though. Like I don't see a lot of dermals. I see dermals in the face a lot or like on the chest. What made you get your back?
1: That's the sexiest area is your back. The back dermals are sexy because it's like
0: you got the muscles back there that show like the curve. I
1: have uh yeah. I have back dimples.
0: Yeah. Okay. For sure. Night or day? Night. Designer casual.
1: I don't have shit designer, so
0: casual Netflix or Hulu?
1: Hulu. Netflix is trash.
0: Yeah. Hotter coat. What? Hotter coat.
1: Oh. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Hot.
0: <laughs> Condor house. House. Uber lip.
1: I do not use some fucking ghetto ass lift. Uber.
0: Money or fame? Mm. Fame. Nikki or Cardi? Nikki. One way around shit. What? One way around shit.
1: Round trip. I want to come back.
0: (laughs) Relationships or single?
1: Relationships.
0: Smash or make love?
1: Combine.
0: Well, what's your nationality?
1: African-American.
0: Where do you see yourself in five years? Pregnant. (laughs) Who's your top three artists?
1: Does that count bands or just like individuals?
0: Whoever you want it to be, this artists.
1: Obviously, I like Rage Against the Machine. Um, after that's Linkin Park, and after that's, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. hmm. I need
0: a baker. I need a baker. That's right. Thanks, yo, Stormy. Mike, you passed a series of questions. It's lit. Um, let's drop any social media. You know, now that we tapped in, any upcoming projects? Shout out. Just got the platform to say whatever you want. What you got coming up? What you got going? <laughs>
1: that's what I got coming up. <laughs> so yeah you can follow cinnamon babe music on instagram that's my band's page and uh my album's called you will not destroy me and it says metal specifically i make new metal um so like yeah like Biscuit, rage kiss the machine linkin park corn slipknot you know that's the genre i make so go check out cinnamon babe music let's go um and yeah you'll see me on your tv screen soon let's go ha ha ha
0: <laughs> lit lit Hey, Stormy Maya, thank you so much. Can I get a drive? Just be like, this is Stormy Maya. Shout out to the Leo Black Show.
1: This is Stormy Maya. Shout out to the Leo Black Show. Let's go. Yeah.
0: I'm going to pause the video now, all Right.